0: Jen Zamperali on 2FM with Leah Healthcare, always a beat ahead. Visit leahhealthcare.ie. Leah Healthcare, looking after you always.
1: We need to talk about this. This is such an important conversation because the law has been changed to help protect us all from online bullying. A positive change has come through the campaigning of one Irish woman who suffered an unbearable loss. Her story is documented in a new documentary called Jackie and Coco. It's on tonight on RT1. Make sure you tune in. I'm joined on the line now by Jackie Fox. Good morning, Jackie. How are you? Good, good morning, yeah, I'm okay. Good morning. Okay. Thanks for chatting to us, first of all. Can you tell us about your daughter, Nicole, who you called Coco?
0: Yeah. Um, I have two boys at home. Mm-hmm. Was my only little girl. She was, um, she was my like my little stick and plaster. She was my shadow, and um, we were our best friends. She was funny. She was lively. She was bubbly. She was cheeky, and many times I used to run up the stairs after her, and and she'd still have to get the last word in an egg. And <laughs> um, she she was a wizard at maths. She wanted to to be an accountant or something something. Um, Something like that, and she also wanted to do a lot of travelling. But um, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, she never, she never got to do any of those things. No. But um, yeah, but she she had a happy childhood, and she was just she was just a funny, funny, funny little girl. It seems y-
1: you did you did everything together. Am I right in saying that?
0: Oh, yeah, everything. We we used to have um, a mobile home in in Wexford, and. And um, we used to I oh, would spend hours on the beach and crab fishing they learned how to jump off the pier with their armbands on and then without their armbands and mm-hmm. um, we'd go shopping all the time and uh, you know I miss I miss the girly things like you know put rubbing the the, the the fake tan on her back and you know and you know just just, just the girly things about what we what we always did sure. and you know yeah you, we were we were really close she was She was more than a daughter. She was my, she was my best friend. She was your everything. Everything, everything, yeah.
1: Jackie, when did the bullying start and when did you first notice or was there something in particular that you noticed something is going on here?
0: Yeah, it, it actually started when Nicole turned 18 and she couldn't wait to get to her first nightclub, you know, and and um, when when she she reached eighteen and she got to a first nightclub everything everything was fine, and you know she was up, she was having a few drinks, she was dancing and um, she she was singing by the way, Nicole had the most horrendous, horrific singing voice that you could only begin to imagine she was such a bad singer, but you know she didn't care she, all she loved to just sing and dancing, and, you know she'd be dancing and singing in the nightclub and everything everything was fine but it wasn't until um, a certain person who who was actually 23 and um, she she uh was jealous of Nicole she liked Nicole's friend and um, who was a boy and the only way she could get closer to this boy was to make friends with Nicole and when it didn't work out she she turned on on Nicole but she couldn't pick on Nicole on her own cuz it's so much easier to pick on someone when you have a group behind you than it is to pick on someone on your own, and that's that's what she did. She gathered a group where they they target her physically and and mentally for for three and a half years
1: three and a half years, yeah did Coco come to you and tell you initially what was going on or was she like most other teenagers and children and people who go through this keep it to themselves for um yeah. for a long time too long
0: No no we were always very open and everything okay. that that went on and she she came straight to me look these people were her so called friends and I knew knew some of their family as well you know and um no she 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 told me straight away and and she like these people Stuck cigarettes into her skin, and so she 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 would come back and tell me. And they pulled her down a flight of metal stairs. They they um, beat her up any chance they could get. They uh, the the physical abuse was horrendous. There was so much more. And then yeah, with the online abuse, she came and and showed me everything. At, at the start, she didn't know anything because everything was shared in the WhatsApp group. um at the start, and it was only until a friend got in and was invited to it. Um, Nicole found out what was going on, but um, no, she told she told me everything—the physical abuse and the the mental abuse online—and um, we knew everything. And with the physical abuse, actually, and um, there is a law there, you know, with physical abuse. And we went to the guards, and she did turn around, um, in front of the guards, she turned around to me and said, "Ma'am, I can't make a statement for." the physical abuse because she said look what they're doing to me now ma'am and if the guys go to their house the next time they see me um, they'll kill me and worse. she was terrified yeah she was terrified to make um, this statement with the physical abuse yeah. and the online blue abuse it wasn't against the law there was no legislation there you could annihilate and torture anyone online and uh, nobody was protected
1: What happened to her when she was just 21 years of age?
0: um on that day.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so um I didn't see Nicole that morning and it wasn't unusual not to see her. I went down to my mum's and came back at about twenty past three and I dropped my other son to work and went on around to collect my fourteen year old son Lee from school. When we got back to the house I was literally gone an hour and when I got back to the house um we opened the hall door and Nicole had got the stepladder and the dog's lead. And right in front of myself and Lee, um, Nicole was hanging from the, the banisters in in, in in the hallway. Um, she was still alive, she was still breathing, she was still warm. And I was doing, when, when we took her down, we were doing CPR on her and I was begging her begging her not to not to leave me and I was telling her everything's going to be okay. But when Nicole was put into the back of the ambulance and myself and Lee were in the police car on the way to the hospital um unknown to myself then, Nicole had taken um, a massive heart attack and died in the back of the ambulance. But um the the ambulance crew had got Nicole's heartbeat back again um, and uh, yeah, when we got, when Nicole came out of the ambulance when we got to the hospital, um, I told her everything was going to be okay, you know, but she was taken away. And these, these people that bullied Nicole, they actually made a fake profile page and they said that they were never going to leave her alone um, and that they were going to um, leave her on life support. And that's exactly, that's what they matters. got their wish. Mm. They Nicole was put on, on life support. She held on. Or two days and which gave me I know it's crazy probably to say I'm lucky I am lucky in a way but it gave me two days with Nicole you know to I don't know like the hugger and kiss her and and hold her and and it was then and um, on the on two days later on the 20th of January which our anniversary was just gone there two days ago and um, she, uh, her heartbeat started going erratic, and blood pressure, and yeah, she 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 died on the, the 20th... of the the Saturday on the 20th of then um, January. All because of jealousy, yeah, and drama,
1: yeah. I I just. I- I'm so appreciative of you doing this chat because I know, especially around this time of year, is a particularly difficult time. Yeah, yeah. You made a promise to yourself that she would never be forgotten.
0: Yeah, that was so important to me because, you know, (laughs) she's not a story and she mattered then and she still matters now. And I always said, I said to my mum, she was the first person I said to her, I said, Mum, I'm going to make sure that Nicole is never, ever going to be forgotten. I didn't know how I was going to do it or what I was going to do. I just knew that she's too important to, to be, you know, to, to be just gone because of
1: nastiness, you know. You wanted to change things so that no other parent would have to go through what you yeah. went through. And mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. others who, who suffered like this and who suffered like Nicole so what did you do?
0: Okay, first I had to make the decision not to go with Nicole, and um, which uh, there was that very, very, very thin line. You know, I missed her. I I wanted to hold her. I wanted to hug her. I wanted to hear her voice. I wanted to touch her hair. And when I did make that the hardest decision to stay, um, I needed a purpose. I needed a reason to stay. I needed a reason to get up out of bed. And even though I had my boys the The overwhelming grief was just like way too much, so I got to focus I got to plan, and I said I was going to bring in a legislation and um, It's crazy when I say that because I didn't have a clue to what to do or how to um I did go to t d s and um they didn't no one was interested they they didn't listen to me. I had matches. Um, I had a a protest outside Leinster House. I had a huge march through Dublin City. I shared, forgive me for saying this Nicole's story, she's not a story, but I shared it all over Mm -hmm. social media. And it wasn't until the the, the people in Ireland contacted me and I didn't realize how how huge it was that people were going through the same things that Nicole uh, went through. Did so that I surprise to march. you?
1: Yeah, Jackie. because yeah. You, let's talk about it. Yeah. You started the movement. So many, so many people turned up to your march mm-hmm. for justice mm-hmm. in Dublin. Were you surprised by the amount of people who turned up? I
0: was, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. And this, and 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 I don't mean to be disrespectful to anyone, but when when. Okay before Nicole died you'd hear you you hear of these um, things happening and you know you'd read the article or you'd read hear it on the news and you would say oh my god that is absolutely terrible but you know what then you just go on with your life you know but when it happens on your own doorstep when it actually happens to you you know you take more notice of it and i like I I was shocked at the amount of people that were going through what 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 I was going through. I I didn't I honest to God I didn't have a clue until it landed you on, on my door. Started talking about it. And, yeah. yeah, and and spreading it around and and stuff, and then um, yeah, it was actually Brendan Howland from Labour that that he was the 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 the, the fourth one and that that took me on and. He's so caring, such a beautiful man. So he was just so caring. But there was two things I wanted. One was um, a law to make online bullying a a crime, to make it a criminal offence. But the other thing was, um, I know her name was Nicole. And the other thing was uh, to bring in Coco's law, uh, uh, her legacy, to bring in the name, her name. So she she didn't just die, you know, because of these people. And she was called Coco because when she was born, my nine month old nephew, he, he wasn't able to talk properly. He was only learning how to talk and he couldn't say Nicole. The and he could only <laughs> say yeah, and then it, it just stuck with her, you know, yeah. and we just kind of, that was our, our baby name and all the way up to,
1: <laughs> to on, 21. On the 28th of December 2020, President Higgins signed Coco's Law. And on the 9th of February 2021, it came into effect. Mm-hmm. An incredible day so in layman's terms just can you explain exactly what is coco's law
0: okay just really really briefly and um, because if i went in i don't even understand all the <laughs> the political terms yeah. so basically okay it is now a criminal offense to annihilate torture someone and um, cause distress make someone feel like they they need to self-harm or or even worse and um, there, it, there is punishment, and Coco's law is from. It's, it's okay. The severer punishment will be from age eighteen onwards, but Coco's law starts from age twelve because there are juvenile courts. So, and um, from age twelve on up, um, people are protected under Coco's law. Now, also, um, in Coco's law, uh, there was two other things added, and that's the the, the, the illegal sharing of intimate images. Now you can't share or even threaten to share an, uh, an image online or offline with or without someone's consent, and that is so important. And there's people in prison right now under Coco's law, there's up to 375 um, people prosecuted under Coco's law, and there's so many more under investigation. But I will, if you don't mind me saying mm-hmm. the intimate images part it's brilliant you know even though that didn't relate to Nicole it's still it was put in there and it's being used but it's kind of getting over overshadowed with why the law was brought in and that was the online abuse because some people have ask for help and other people saying, oh, no, Coco's Law is only for intimate images, the sharing of intimate images. It's absolutely not because that wasn't implemented into the law at all. The law is is, is both. It's mm-hmm. the sharing of intimate images, but the reason it was brought in was um, the online bullying to, you know, to, to that's not okay for for people to, to to, you know, drag you down, take away your confidence, take away your smile, or even take away your life. Um, because of of online abuse, so it's it's
1: both both uh, an important to see, and, really and it's important born, to say yeah. yes, absolutely. And this story yeah. was picked up by the EU cyberbullying campaign, the EPP, yeah. and you've been mm-hmm. travelling to Brussels and other countries <laughs> to change things at a European level. Yeah, how's that <laughs> been going? How have you been getting on?
0: Yeah, um, do you know what uh, I I was happy with. Nicole Nicole's Irish. She has a, a, a law in Ireland named yeah. after her, you know, it's in the Irish statute books. And I thought that was that that, that was the end of it, you know. And but then I uh, the European Parliament of Brussels did get in touch with me and they sent the film crew, uh, Duck Rabbit film crew over to me and we made a short, just a short uh, film about about Nicole and Coco's law. They we sent it back to Brussels, and before I knew it, I was on a plane. I was standing in the European Parliament um, with one, the president of the European Parliament, um, beside on one side of me, and then she's the, the 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 number one, and then number two and number three, and I was with standing in the European Parliament sharing about what happened to Nicole and um, they asked me that was in in May and um, gone in May 23 and they asked me to come back in June to Strasbourg to the European Parliament but I had only unpacked my bag I barely unpacked my bags and I was back over they didn't want to wait till June they wanted to bring in to start the ball rolling with and um, to make online bullying a criminal offence in Europe because they shouldn't only be in Ireland and um, they are working on it now but as you know like laws don't come in in a few weeks you know um it does take takes, time. Takes time yeah and to especially to have one law for all over Europe and um, you know everyone has to agree and stuff but it is um it's a, it's it's a working process and and um it is definitely it's 100% coming in and um Francis Fitzgerald assured me as well that um that uh Coco's name will be in the law as well
1: so that's like wow Jackie thank you so much first of all for talking to us this morning we're Mm -hmm. so so as a as a mother of two kids as uh, as someone who's online as an auntie as a sister as uh, I'm just Mm -hmm. so thankful for what you've done and and so very sorry for your loss and let's Mm -hmm. just mention uh Jackie and Coco a, a really powerful documentary is airing tonight 9.35 9.35 on Orty one sit down, watch it with your kids it's an important conversation to have as well and I just want to say if you guys have been affected by any of the discussion this morning you can check out rt.a forward slash helplines Jackie, you're an incredible person um, take care and, and make sure you mind yourself and thanks for coming on the show Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Jen Zamperali
0: on 2FM with Leia Healthcare, always a beat ahead. Visit leahhealthcare.ie. Leah Healthcare, looking after you always.